Welcome to the Transform Your Wealth and Health Podcast, where experts in wealth, health, and fitness help transform your life. Here's your host, Andy Arder. He's super fit as a top celebrity fitness trainer and has his own series on Sky TV called Fitting Five. He also trains people from all around the world with his online coaching fit coach. Today's guest is Marvin Ambrosius. How you doing, Marvin? I'm very good. Thank you so much for having me here. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolute pleasure to have you over, Marvin. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Now, are you going to be able to tell us all about your early life and how you got into fitness? Wow. Um, without even consciously realizing it, fitness has been a part of my life since um, I've been born. Funny enough, it's not something that I thought of as being fitness related because it was um, through my father playing basketball. Right. I had pretty much had a basketball placed in my hand from the age of probably three. Three, it it, three years old. It wasn't when you was in nappies or Yeah, or pro- do you know what? It probably <laughs> was. Um, I think my dad actually pre-thought um, where my life was going to go and that I was going to play basketball no matter what happened. It was that or being a musician. And okay. funny enough, I ended up kind of being both of them. But what I had done was um, I just followed my dad everywhere and I started playing basketball at a very young age and without realising it I got very very good mm-hmm. and through that time period um, my father just kept on repeating things and making sure that I was doing practicing and with that practice came habit and with that habit became something that I kept on doing yeah. as I got older mm-hmm. and growing up um, I ended up playing internationally wow. uh, I made an under 15s England basketball team at 13 mm-hmm. Um, traveled around the world colleges high schools in america all interested i was going to high school in america and during that time it was it was a great period um, playing basketball Um, but i had so many injuries growing up Mm. Um, but fitness i never once thought of it as being fitness right because it was basketball and just having a good time playing basketball yeah and it was it it, it was about being the best and getting to the highest stakes or the biggest arena in basketball which is the nba which is in america and that was all my goal was um i didn't have any other sight or visions to any i think i was pretty tunnel visioned right um however with those injuries came a new path Mm mm-hmm yeah, and, and that's what I had to do. And and your new path led you to the Sky TV work. Funny enough, um, the new path just took me to where my dad wanted to, which was music. Aha! Uh-huh. And then I I, I fell into the music industry because I'd been writing songs. I was always singing. Um, I love music so much, and uh, my sister is a musician. And because my dad was always playing guitar, singing around the house, it just it's something that I didn't see as a skill of my own. Mm-hmm until I realized that I went into a studio one day um, with my cousin, uh, Matthew, and I started writing a song and it just came really natural. It didn't feel, and I said, people get paid for this? And, <laughs> and that was kind of my feeling. I was like, this just doesn't feel like work. Yeah. And I've always been told if you can do something that doesn't feel like a, like a job, mm-hmm. then you're, lucky, you're one of the luckiest people alive. Yeah. And that was kind of what I took with that. And I thought, this is something I could do. And I just kept on writing and within probably... A year of writing, I, I found myself having a publishing deal with um, ZTT Publishing. Wow. Who that also. Pu- yeah, it was quite quick actually. And um, ZTT Publishing has like Seal, Pet Shop Boys, um, Lisa Stansfield. I loved Lisa Stansfield. Yeah, I know. I was a big fan of it. I've been around the world. Yes, it. And um, yeah, so I became a part of that crew of people as a writer. Mm-hmm. And I was actively writing for years. But during that time, um, there was no sport because. 
the injuries that I sustained weren't enough for me to stop playing, but they were enough to give me psychological interference yeah. for me realizing that is it something I could do forever? Yeah, yeah. And that's why I ended up focusing on just the music. But my weight ballooned. Okay. Yeah. So how old was you at this point when you was doing the writing of the music? Um, that was between. I started at nineteen. Are you still quite young. Yes, I was still yeah. quite young. I was still right. in the teenage phase. Right. Okay. And, so, and and the publishing deal came at twenty. Okay. I guess you. So, so putting on the weight was a reasonably early age. Yeah, it was and quite. Yeah. Did you keep it on for a while? Or a very you? long time. Did you? I built and made so many relationships um, with business colleagues during that time. People only met me as Big Marv, right. and my nickname became. Big Marv. Oh my God, you're looking pretty fit now, Marv. I'm trying. Thank you very much. I like that. I could do. Yeah, keep getting points there. And um, and during that time, it's really strange that all those people didn't know of the basketball player Marvin and right. the memories of that player. Like there was nothing to do with weight or thought process about weight. I was fit, I was fit as I could ever be, mm-hmm. and I couldn't even actually put on any weight when I was playing basketball. It was a big problem right. that I needed to get bigger yeah. because my I think I was burning in excess of five thousand calories a day playing basketball. Wow, that's a lot. But I was only eating probably three and a half thousand, so, so I had a deficit. deficit so yeah. I always had a deficit. Mm. But when you continue eating how you eat when you're not playing basketball, yeah, I get you. there's no deficit. <laughs> so in my body, I think I'm supposed to have had, I think my base metabolic rate, that's what you're supposed to have when you don't do any training whatsoever, mm-hmm. is mine's 1,800 calories. Mm-hmm. I was doing more than double that a day. Ooh, so instead of losing two pounds a week when you're losing weight, I was putting on at least two to three pounds a week. Okay. Would you like to say how heavy you got to? I got to 19 stone in total. Okay. Yeah, very big guy. Um, I'm hoping you post a picture of this. Um, I so, can do that. Yes, I will send you a, a good picture. I've got okay. many. Um, if you go to my at Fit Freaks page on Instagram, you'll see every Tuesday I'd like to post a picture yeah. of what I previously looked like. Brilliant. Okay, I shall have a look. Yeah. So, <laughs> and send me the pictures, please. No, we'll, I will. Get them out there. And that's just to... It's to give people inspiration, but just to show you that just because your shell isn't to what everybody else thinks it should be it doesn't mean say it takes away from the person who you are Mm -hmm. and everything that who was there is the person i am today okay so how did you instigate the change the change came from many different aspects i'd say it came from not just from within and that took a while for me to personally have the mindset to change but i had a lot of outside voices telling me about my weight and size and it took a while for the prodding you know somebody's poking at I you yep. yeah so it took a while for it to sink in that it was a problem hmm. and i think one of the biggest problems arose was when um i needed to get a suit and i couldn't find a suit to fit me Ooh. anywhere and i just couldn't understand why i didn't feel like i was anywhere near big enough mm-hmm. and i'd been going back and forth to america a lot um, for writing and music so I, I assumed that I could always buy stuff there so why but then yeah. I've realised the UK hadn't caught up in XXL yet yeah, yeah. you couldn't get an XXL t-shirt or an XXL anything mm-hmm. it was just XL Right. I wasn't fitting into an XL so oh. that was a problem okay so what inspired you to, to change then that, just that particular thing with the suits or was it the people or what exactly? it was a, there was honestly it's one of those profound moments where people say you make an instant decision mentally yeah. and it was just instantaneous. Was. I, I remember mm. there was a, an emotion and a feeling that I had 
this is not me. Mm-hmm. And I remember the day, I remember I was in uh, my mother-in-law's house and I was listening to music with my brother-in-law and a song came on, I think it was Papa Roach. Who? Um, Papa Roach, I think <laughs> it was, they had this song, it's like Last Resort. Yeah. Really, it's a really bad song in terms oh, of sing it, sing it. No, I'm not going to say that. It's a rock song, so it's, it's a it? difficult one. But okay. it, it, it was, it was I, w- I wasn't ever at a point of suicidal, but the song's about being suicidal. And when he was singing what he was singing about, I just felt like, I'm actually not feeling very good about myself right now. Mm. This is not right. I'm feeling a bit like that. I don't feel like me anymore. Yeah. I need to do something about this. Mm. And from that day, that was it. I, I was on a, a journey to figure out how am I going to lose weight. Yeah. And I figured it out, but I went about it the wrong way the first time. Okay. So what did you do? I went on an abstinence diet. I did the quick route, which right. was basically three months of liquids. What? And no actual hard food. At all? Yeah, and that was young. I did that at 23. So that was 23. So it was three years of being overweight yeah. it took to get to that point. Um, what did that do to your metabolism and everything else internally? <laughs> well, what was crazy about that diet was, obviously I can't mention um, no. the company, but what it was was that you didn't only lose all the weight, you lose all your muscle mass. Right. So I'd lost all, because I didn't train, I didn't do any training. Right. I lost all my muscle mass and I lost my color. So I didn't look, it made me, I didn't look as healthy as what I would have. And right. I didn't know this until I actually looked back at the pictures myself. Mm-hmm. And I was just drained and I didn't have a lot of energy. And obviously, generally, I was, I was getting on with stuff. I was happy because I was working and I was still doing music. And because I'd realized I was only going to do it for three months, my brain just was, I just jumped into gear. Mm-hmm. I was happy to do it. However, after losing all of that weight, and that was just before my firstborn Sky was born, um, I, I wanted to change losing weight when I knew he was on his way. And funny enough, within a year from his first birthday, I'd already put on about probably two and a half to three stone mm-hmm. from where I'd lost the weight because I started oh, eating right. again. Yeah. But I didn't train myself properly. Okay. So that was a, I went up. And went right back down. Yeah. I've been there very often. (laughs) (laughs) So actually at the minute, I'm trying to uh, get fitter again. So I started about a week ago, roughly. So yeah, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about, Marvin. So how did you move things on? Moving on from there, I I changed um, profession, um, whereas I was still doing music, but I felt like I needed um, a part-time job. And my wife actually looked in a, a newspaper ad and said, well, this will work for you. And there's a job at Sky Television in sales and marketing. I like this. Yeah. And and she, this was, I was about 20. I think by this point, I was 26. And when looking at the job spec, I was thinking, ah, sales kind of, it's not really for me. But when she said the, the hours working was four days on, four days off, that gave me enough opportunity and time to do music. So I thought that pretty much suited my needs. That's good, yeah. So I looked into that profoundly i got the job i'm still amazed you sound surprised i was i was actually surprised because i felt that it seemed too good to be true at the time i got the job um started working there um i was 17 and a half stone when i started there because i'd still hadn't plummeted to my top where i had originally start got to Mm -hmm. so i didn't get back to that because i still had that in my head i didn't want to get too big yeah and as i was working there i probably pretty much stayed the same weight for about two three years Really enjoyed the job. I was I started getting really good in sales. Still doing music. Um, during that time, I ended up having like a number one song 
what? in Japan that I wrote. Well done. Yeah. What was it called? It was called Wrong Number by Toshinki. Uh-huh. Um, they were on the um, Japanese version of X Factor, a oh, show like that. Brilliant. So I got very lucky. Ka-ching. Yeah. <laughs> you, you'd think so. You'd really think so. But it came in very small increments over a period of time. If yeah. it all came in one lump sum, it would have really worked for me at the time. Mm-hmm. It didn't. That's okay. fine. But um, I ended up writing as well um, Alicia Dixon's first single. Um, it, was, it was not a first single. It was the title track of her album called okay. The Alicia Show. Okay. So that really worked out well. Yeah. And, and it seemed like, all right, things are picking up. I've got a job. I've got music on the side. Yeah, I like this. But my weight was exactly the same. Oh. So it was kind of like, oh, okay. I need to do something about so this. So this is a wealth and health podcast. So you, you, <laughs> you was almost doing the both at the same time. I was doing exactly <laughs> both of them. And okay. and during that period, um, I just, again, the same voice, the same feeling that I got from the first time. I was like, I've got to do something about this. I couldn't play basketball because there was no hours or anywhere to play basketball. So I, was, mm-hmm. I could go back to that. And I was like, no, because I had a love and hate for it at that point because I loved it so much. But I I knew that if I got injured doing it, it would just throw me over the edge. I'd yeah. probably go, I'm going to eat everything. Like, I'd probably <laughs> feel like that. But I, um, I decided to just go to the gym, just went to the local, the, there was a corporate gym, a really small gym, mm-hmm. started working out in there. But I started lifting weights. Um, I was going weights with my friend Marlon and I just, I didn't get bigger, but I just looked more toned. Mm-hmm. I looked big and like more, oh, you go to the gym. I looked mm-hmm. like that. I got a different type of build. Yeah. But I wouldn't say I was fit. I didn't get fit. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of prodded along with that build for about a good two years. Mm-hmm. And then got upset with that, went on another abstinence diet <laughs> for about a month okay. and lost about a stone and a half, went back to eating plummeted weight back yeah and then again you just gotta you gotta look at everything and go all right let's just reset let's how do we start this again mm-hmm. how am i now at like the age of 30 31 and not in control of my body like how can i not be in control of my body when i'm in control of everything else this yeah. is my body mm-hmm. how am i going to do this and i just kind of went back to the drawing board seek some advice and just got some little nutritional tips and took those tips and took them as gospel and mm-hmm. used it and started using what we mentioned earlier, my fitness pal. Yeah. And had a better understanding of exactly how much food I was eating. It's a great app. And yeah, it's, it's pretty, I wish I invested in that. <laughs> Under Armour were clever in getting that one. Oh, yeah. And um, I, I then just followed my macros, looked at it, was doing my workouts every day, just focused on cardio only. And next thing you know, I was just losing probably three, four pounds every week. Wow. But I was eating more food than I'd ever eaten, but mm-hmm. all healthy. Mm-hmm. And I found foods that I'd never eaten before, discovered meals that I'd never eaten before. Got very, I got good variation, good variety. And I just thought, this is exactly what I want to do. And next thing you know, every time somebody would see me, I was smaller and smaller and smaller. But then I was more defined, more ripped. And it was like, what are you doing? And then... <laughs> I started doing my workouts and I had people following me in the gym, like coming to do the workouts with me. And one of the trainers said to me, why don't you become a trainer? Right. And I thought, well, why? Um, he says, because you're a really good motivator. Like everybody in here is listening to you, but you don't realize that people get paid for that. And you were so, still at Sky TV? And I was still at Sky TV. Right. And this was all on my lunch break. I was doing these workouts. Oh my God. So I just, just went, and I see people all the time now. I talk to people about losing weight and obviously me doing my profession now. Yeah. People going gym three times a day. And I'm saying, guys, I worked out for 45 minutes a day consistently. Didn't stop. 
ate healthy and I got down to the best weight I'd ever been to yeah. and was the fittest I'd ever been. Was this the basis of the fitting five then? Um, yeah, it was just, it was how, it was just interval training mm-hmm. and using those interval training to just work my full body. So I was using strength, balance, power, speed, all and everything. Yeah. And in using all of those things, it just, it just worked and it fell off. And then I started, I, got, I, felt, I found a love for insanity and I started teaching insanity classes and I just loved, I loved teaching it so much. Um, I went on, the instru- I was on the instructor course, got started teaching it at Sky in the corporate gym. So yeah. I managed to do a test class as a taster and the managers loved me doing it, started teaching it and it became a really popular class right. there. And during that time, I just said, you know, what? I think I'm going to become a, a trainer, like an actual a profession. So I decided to reach out to a friend of mine who'd been in the industry for years as a lecturer. Mm-hmm. He's at LSBU University. And I said, um, I'm thinking of becoming a trainer. He'd seen my journey and he said, well, you should come to the level two course and then see if you like it enough to pass. And then when you do go on your level three and, and that journey was about, I'd say a year and a half of like studying, homing in my craft and having a better understanding of people. Because obviously, I'd, this whole time I've been in a sales environment, mm-hmm. I've been talking to pe- probably more than 70 people a day on the phone, wow. learning mm-hmm. behaviors, patterns, design, why, with them, everything, like the what's in it for you, what's in it for me. But I adapted all of that from what I learned in sales and used that mm-hmm. in training. Mm-hmm. But realized that the biggest thing that I'm giving now is not selling you something I'm giving you something more valuable than what I've ever sold in my life. And that's your well-being. Yes, you're right. And that I never saw it like that before. Mm. So if I'm talking to someone now, I'm not trying to sell you something. I'm trying to make, I'm trying to tell you in, in retrospect that I'm actually going to give you information now that's going to not just change your, what you're doing right this second. It's going to change you forever. Yeah. And the power of that, I was like, this is what I want to do. And I followed that um, straight into getting a job in the corporate gym that they built. Yeah. And within a year of being in that gym and loving the role, I had the opportunity of um, meeting my business partner, Andre, who'd been training with me and followed me. Mm-hmm. And we made our app um, for the Fit in Five, first ever Fit, Fit in Five um, edition, which is our company, Fit Freaks. Mm-hmm. And um, what we did was we filmed about seven workouts, put them on the app, um, instantaneously no advertising had like 2,000 subscribers that's great and we it's just because it was fitness and it was an app and not many people had apps and yeah. we just thought this is a good start so let's keep building on it and Tony Lester who is a sprint coach for um, Great Britain the 2012 mm-hmm. Olympics he was the coach he works at Sky for the Sky Academy and he'd overheard me talking about my app and just asked me a simple question said where do you want to take this? And I said, well, television is where I'd love to bring it to. And he just put me in a meeting um, with the right people. And, you know, we always talk about, I just wish I met this person. Yeah. He just straight away put me in the right room with the right people. Yeah. And I had the opportunity to do something that I was very comfortable with, which was pitching and talking, which I'd been doing for the past how many years <laughs> at Sky. I'd been talking the whole time. So talking was never going to be a problem. Right place, right time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And everybody says you get moments in your life where you get an opportunity and you've got to capitalize on that opportunity. And 
when I pitched the show, I definitely capitalised on it. Was and you on your best form that day? Yeah, I definitely hyper. Or was you, I was. <laughs> I think I was. Um, I think I was. I remember the day very clearly, actually. And mm-hmm. I, I was on. I was on the top floor of the Sky Studios building. Right. And whereabouts is this? Um, this is in Brentwood, Brentford, on the, and their actual um, their compound. Yeah. Uh, they've got. And I remember being in the room, and I was like, "Oh, there's a lot of people in here." I remember thinking, oh, "This is cool." And, I was, and then I started to go into my movie mode and going, "This is just like the scene." In. And I started really thinking about what it is in terms of where this could take me. Yeah. And then I, I kind of didn't. I wanted to build something behind it and make it a big deal. So I then took it upon myself to make it bigger for me. Mm-hmm. And I then just pitched it exactly the best way which I thought and how it would work on their platform. And within three weeks, they filmed a pilot. We filmed a pilot for the show. The pilot looked amazing. Like, I remember looking at the pilot going, wow, this really is, like, upscale from what I'd originally done. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't quite good enough yet, and they felt it could be better. Not what I did. They just thought there could be more to it. The production. Yeah. Yeah. So they thought that adding a celebrity to it would work. Right. And I thought, okay, you're, you're only making it better for me now, so how do we do that? And then it came down to budgets. There was no budgets available. They didn't have money for talent. And and then it kind of started going sinking, sinking ship, and it felt like a sinking ship. And oh, then, dear. But something kicked into gear with me where all the no's I'd ever been told in my life or things that told me this couldn't work and that, that was no longer a thought process. It wasn't acceptable anymore. And I felt... Do you know what? I've, I've networked enough and met enough people to talk to enough people to get this show off the ground. And I firmly believed in my heart and soul there's no way this show's not going to be made. And you've now made three series. And I've now made three series Brilliant. and a children's series as well. That's well, absolutely fantastic. And, and it's, it's crazy to think that something like that can happen, but people say if you visualise something and you have a full belief without a shred of doubt in what you're doing it will come true and, and I can honestly say like that and me proposing to my wife that's probably the first things I'd say where I was like this is 100% what I want right now like this is not not going to happen and within that happening I remember filming and, and wanting to do the app and where that wanted to go and, and I visualized the journey and to where I am right now I'm definitely I'm on the same path Things have slowed down in where there's always going to be some points where you want it to go faster. Mm-hmm. Things slow down, but it's up to me now to still get that kick and kick myself into gear to get further. Wow. So how many people was watching the show? Well, first series, um, the first two weeks, we had 1.2 million people download That's the show. That's a lot. That is unbelievable. I was very on, shocked. On Sky, they must have been absolutely over the moon with that, wasn't they? Yeah, I think they were very shocked, um, especially as an, I'm a complete no-name. And <laughs> I'm like, that, like to carry... And do a show. Um, the celebrities that came on that series yeah. was Mel Sykes and Kirsty Gallagher. Oh right, yeah, yeah, top, so, top yeah. celebrities, yeah, so fit ladies as well. Yeah, they were really good, and like they were very, they were already really into fitness. Yeah, and they had they had an audience where they were pretty much the audience that we were targeting. So pretty, much, they were perfect. Yeah, but even with the reach, they weren't expecting that reach. Okay, and I just thought, okay, we've got something. Who else have you worked with then? Um, well, from from that series, we stemmed to have the second series. It was we had Lisa Snowden. I know Lisa, yeah, yeah. And then we had the the TV um, personality for Sky News, um, Sarah J. Me. Yeah. And both were just brilliant, and they understood the concept. And I think that's what I loved about having the guests was that mm-hmm. when they came on the show for the first time, in their minds, 
they automatically told themselves, oh, it's just five minutes. It's not really going to be that hard. <laughs> and in between takes, the conversations we had were so funny because they were honestly people that go to the gym all the time. They're going, why am I so tired? Am I supposed <laughs> to be this tired? I'm, and I'd explain to them, this is why this show is going to work. Because not because it's it's a good show. It's because the audience that do it are going to go, wow, there is a benefit from actually working out for five minutes. Yeah. The whole pretense of this show was not to say you're going to get fit and lose 10 stone in five minutes. Mm -hmm. This show is about you going, starting something, starting a journey and being able to do another workout, add another workout to create a journey mm -hmm. to then see the journey through. Well, I've seen some of your stuff on YouTube, I think it was, and it was really quite fast. I've got to be honest. It, <laughs> it, it's powerful. No wonder these celebrities were getting out of breath and you know having a hard time. But who, who's the best celebrity you think you've worked with then? Oh, you can't, you can't really say. Put me, you can't really put me on the spot oh, like that. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But no, 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 no. <laughs> no um, they can take it. This yeah, no, they're fine. Um, do you know what? I must admit, equally, they were they all had their own thing mm -hmm. they all had some they all brought something to the table i think Geffen, got Geffen, a soft spot for then Geffen jones was just hilarious oh like, he's a funny guy yeah he was just so funny like i we had this um advert that we shot where because it was for christmas he was eating pies i couldn't stop laughing at how many pies he had to eat during the takes <laughs> so i just kept on laughing but every time i'd done that we had to start again and he had to eat another pie <laughs> i think he ate about eight pies <laughs> And then we had to work out afterwards. Well, they're like mince pies. And they were mince pies. Yeah. And we could, and he just, he was such a good sport about it. And then he just said to me, you're going to eat eight pies when we finished. And I said to him, I'm planning to. <laughs> because we, I said, this whole day filming, I'm burning about 5,000 calories. So I said, I'm happy to eat whatever at the end of this. Okay. So would you change anything along the way of this journey that you've had, which has been absolutely monumental, but, you know, you've peaked. But when you was the 19 stone Marvin, for example, if we'd have said to you, you know, you're going to be a, a television host of a fitness program, would you have believed it? Never. Never, never, never. If you said to me I was going to be a host of a program, I might have believed it. Mm -hmm. But a fitness program, no way. Okay. There is, n there is not even... If I think of the person who had a headset on their mouth going, Hello, welcome to Sky. My name is Marvin Ambrosius. How am I help you today? And if I think of that guy, mm -hmm. and I think of the songwriter, and I think of the basketball player, I cannot once say I'd be in front of a screen go, Hi. I'm Marvin Ambrosius, and welcome to Fit in Five. I would never think I'd be saying that in this in the the same context for fitness. It just mm. doesn't make sense to me. That's exactly how you said it on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got it. It's, it's just a. It's like a. It's a different persona. It's you, but it's yeah. like your. It's your stage persona. Yeah, I get it's it. It's like Beyonce's got her. She's got her persona. Can it's Sasha Fierce is her persona, and I'd say mm -hmm. I'm Marvin. But when I get on a stage, it's Marvin. Like it's a different <laughs> Marvin. I like it. Okay. So, who helped you along the way? Because maybe you're saying about your partner, your yeah, uh, my business my, partner. But who else helped you? There must have been others, no doubt. There was there was many, but the one like is they always say behind every good man is a woman rolling her eyes. <laughs> but um, my wife like. I can't even begin to say, like, if you've got someone that supports every decision and everything you're doing whilst you're trying something, because mm -hmm. let's be honest, we're always trying something, but there's always going to be someone that goes, that's not going to work, that's not going to work. The fact that she's a realist really helps, because okay. then you'll stop something immediately if it's not working. But she never did that. 
she constantly supported all my efforts because she knew that if I whatever I did, I put a hundred percent into it. Mm-hmm. So I'd say she was instrumental in where I am now, okay. and I I wouldn't be, I'd be driven. I'm a very driven person, but in order to drive a car, you need a steering wheel. That's true, and yeah. she just happens to be the the brakes and the, and the gas as well. <laughs> okay, so. What about your latest projects? Tell us all about those. Oh, like I've had quite a few projects in in the line at the moment. I'm I'm really working on a few things. I've got some YouTube projects I'm working on um, with collaborations with some great people and bringing Fit in Five to LA, which is um, that's to, something I want to do to LA. Yes. Now, now, haven't they already got a lot of trainers out there? I'm guessing they've got a lot of trainers, but there's something that's missing in America, and the one thing that is missing is meeting the people that just don't want to exercise right there's a huge percentage over there of people that just go do you know what i want to eat what i want to eat whatever i know i'm unhealthy i don't want to work out i want to reach those people Mm -hmm. they're the people that i want to reach because i know that there's going to be a point in their life where they're told by their doctors something that they don't want to hear Mm -hmm. even though we all know it can happen until your doctor tells you do you know what your weight has got to a certain point now where it's a hindrance to your health and now you've got type 2 diabetes yeah or now you've got your heart has got too much pressure on it because the fat around your arteries you've got too much there's going to be something that you're going to hear i want to prevent that conversation yeah that's what i want to do i want to get to the point where someone can say i like to eat this food and i want to say i like to eat i want a crispy green i want a burger <laughs> but do you know what i can't have that every day I can't have that every week sometimes. I can't have a bad... I've got to pick and choose when I'm going to have this food. And I'm going to tell you how you can have it, but safely. And have it where you can enjoy it. Like, what's the point of having a life Mm -hmm. if you can't enjoy yourself? But just know, if you're eating something in excess, it's because you're not enjoying yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what people have got to realize. If you're just eating and eating, that's not... You're no longer enjoying the food. You're just eating it yeah i get you so you've got a a fitness coach program out as well at the moment yes we launched about a month ago now exactly and surprisingly um it's funny my first actual client is in las vegas wow i know like who would have thought the power of the internet would work Mm -hmm. and she's um been fantastic i've just been we basically the online coaching service works as in you you pay for the service you've got three months um, you pay your first monthly payment and what you do is you get a bespoke program catered to you, your lifestyle, your times. Because okay. one thing people don't realize is like, no one's going to ask you, so what time do you eat breakfast? What time do you have a snack? When you go to work, where do you go? Where do you go for lunch? So when you go to lunch, do you go home with the kids? Or what time do you go with the kids? Yeah. It's very personalized and tailored to your timings. Mm-hmm. So if you tell me there's a 20 minute window there where you're doing nothing, but that's a window where you need to rest, I'm going to make sure you rest. But I'm also going to find a time where you've got a window to work out. But most importantly, I'm going to make sure you're eating throughout the entire day so that you don't end up doing what most people do. Mm-hmm. Starve themselves for long periods of time. Massive meal. Yeah. Huge meal. Their eyes are too big for their belly. <laughs> they, they pick the worst possible foods you can think of just because 
they thought of work being more important than their well-being because they're just working, working and not taking any time just to do something as simple as to get a snack. Yeah. It's so easy to do. I've done it. I did it for years. I know how to stop that trail now. Yeah. And I, that's just through experience. But just un- having an understanding and studying as well, I then know now this is what you need to do. But it's more about the psychological breakdown as well of where to get you to an understanding in yourself to have that focus to go, I'm doing this not because I'm just paid for it. Yeah. I'm doing it because the importance is my health and my family. Yeah. And there's a lot of mindset work there as well. Yeah, we definitely. always talk about that on the show here because we just feel it's so important. The people's mind controls every single thing. It's not about food as far as no, I'm concerned. No, it's not. Um, and the fitness side of it as well. You know, if you want to go and be fit, you just repetition a lot of it. You know, I mean, you guys know these things exactly. a lot better than I do. Yeah. But nevertheless, I talk to the people and they say, you got to put the work in, you got to put the effort in your mind instigates all this stuff so i know exactly where you're coming from you've got a fitness or fitting five app too haven't you yes we've got the um if you type in um fit freaks on the ios store and android you'll yeah. see fit freaks fit in five come up and that's how you can see how it all started um it's a free app um at the moment it's gonna we're, we're actually in a development now where it's going to be pairing and working with apple watch oh we got to get in quick then yeah yeah <laughs> getting quickly we're actually doing a special actually it's going to be um, it's going to be monetized but in a way that people are going to get what, what, what it's worth mm-hmm. so we're gonna have a, i can't give you exactly exact oh, details, come on, exact details. There's, there's a monthly subscription to it but you're going to be getting a minimum amount of three to five brand new workouts a month oh, that's great okay yeah and the greatest thing about those workouts is that you then get to use those workouts and put them in an order that works in your lifestyle. Oh, okay then. Well, can I ask on that point then, is there any offers for the Transform Your Wealth and Health podcast listeners? Oh, I will actually happily do an offer for that. Um, and I will we'll, we'll broadcast that another day so I can work it out how we would do it because we'd right, have to get you a special code. That's fine. We'll get you a special we'll, code. We'll but, keep you to that. But I will happily, um, for your listeners, if anybody wants for the online coaching package, yeah. I'm happy to do 25% off the coaching package. Okay. Anybody listening. Fair enough then. That's absolutely yeah. fantastic. So with the online coaching package, then um, whichever ones, there's three different packages where one's the... Basically, you get pretty much all the things that you get on the second package, but the second package is different because I film workouts personally mm-hmm. for you. So oh, I'll right. go in the gym. Yeah. And actually, from the conversations we've had, I'll film everything. So you don't have to go in the gym by yourself. Oh, they're very And if you, live in, if you live in London, yeah. um, I will meet with you once a week to do the workouts. Oh, wow. So they're very personal. Oh, they're though. very personal. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's all about people don't realize how important it is to speak with people that really understand what you're going through Mm -hmm. and know how to change that process yeah and it's not it's not a sprint it is a marathon you have to really think and get yourself in the right frame of mind and like i said it was so lucky that i had people like my wife and and my kids and my mom my dad and people around me that were really supportive Mm -hmm. and and I am somebody that's very hyperactive in, in a sense where when I believe in it, I'm going to scream and you shout do, about You're it. full of energy. You do feel full of energy. Yeah, it's, it's hard tonight, to get yeah. me pretty much down. That's why if I am down, which is very, very rare, it does feel like this in my household there's black clouds because it's very rare that I'm going to be down. Okay. So no liquid diets for your clients then? No. I, I recommend my lifestyle is all about and yours should be about something that's sustainable something that you can do forever if you're someone that says to me i love domino's pizza like i absolutely love it 
my answer to that is going to be, you know what? I love Domino's pizza. How often do you have Domino's? And we have the whole conversation about which is the best one, what's the best pizza? <laughs> and I say, have you ever had a time when you haven't had it for a while and tasted it and then it just tastes even better? And they go, yeah, I remember. And we have the whole conversation. I say, do you know what? Guess what? We've got a six-week rotor. And they're like, what do you mean a six-week rotor? You can have Domino's in six weeks. Right. And yet they're thinking, but you didn't say I can't have it. That's the key. Yeah. That's the key in the conversation is mm-hmm. that I'm not taking it away. Mm-hmm. You're going to have it. Yeah. But by the time you get to that six-week point, you will not eat as much as what you would have eaten. Yeah, I get you. Because your mindset's changing in that six-week period. Yeah. You'll eat it, but you'll really enjoy it. Mm. And when you enjoy it, you'll train even harder. You'll work harder in the week on what you're eating because you know in six weeks' time, there's another Domino's waiting for you if you want it. Not because you can't have it. Because right. the first thing that happens if somebody says to me, I can't have something, it becomes a problem. Yeah. What do you mean I can't have it? I've, I, I, I want a drink. I want that drink. I want a Dr. Pepper. Like Dr. Pepper's my favorite drink. My family <laughs> know I love Dr. Peppers. Yeah. Why am I not going to have a Dr. Pepper at Christmas? Like, why am I not going to have one for my birthday? Like, there's, there's times when I like to have one because it's a special occasion. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not really an alcohol drinker, but mm-hmm. I do love Amaretto and Dr. Pepper. That's a drink that I love. Mm-hmm. But these things are like on special occasions. Yeah. And I'd say it's time to start treating things that are not great and healthy for your body for things that do taste good for special occasions. Yeah. And, that, and that's all I want people to do. But like I said, it's lifestyle. It's not, you're not trying to become a protein model. You're not trying to be a bodybuilder. If you are trying to be those things, I'll give you a separate program for that. And then we know we just have to be a little bit more strict because you're doing something that's regarding competition. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a, that's a bespoke program which I offer as well mm-hmm. okay so just finishing up now Marvin what's the best way for people to contact you if they want to get in touch and take advantage of your services yeah well definitely email me at marvin at fitfreaks.tv um, you can also hit me on Instagram at fitfreaks.tv and that's on Twitter as well um, yep yeah, just um, contact me if you want a new program or something to change your life lifestyle change balance variety it's all there for you. Oh, listen, thanks for coming over, Mom. It's been absolutely brilliant. No, it's been a pleasure being here. Thanks for having me. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And until next time, start transforming your wealth and health now.